Hey everybody, welcome to Real Chills. I'm Meg. I'm Alyssa. And we have a shiver for you today. Oh yeah. Heck yeah. Another shiver. You're listening to Real Chills. With Meg Getz. Melissa Truskowski. How are you feeling, Alyssa? I feel good. I'm really excited to just hang for a minute and talk some trash on my hometown for a change. (laughs) The great old state of Delaware. (laughs) (laughs) How's everything going? It's good. It's nice out. It's warm. So Mm -hmm. I naturally am feeling a lot better about everything. (laughs) Yeah. You had some good performances recently. Oh yeah. I was at Helium with Greg Fitzsimmons and that was so cool just to be back. It was also like crazy. So I don't know if just advice to people who are vaccinated, maybe don't jump both feet into a million plans. It was what? Seven shows in five days. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm back, baby. I'm out and everywhere. So come see me. Yeah, I don't mind that I'm still in. I am yeah. <laughs> still sticking to my plan. Well, as you know, my brother and his wife had a baby. Yeah. So we're doing a lot of the still self-quarantine, even though I just got my second shot. By the time you hear this, I'll have gotten it several weeks ago. But I got my second shot and we want to see the baby and our family members. And then our other like niece and nephew before I go out into seeing the disgusting world of comedians (laughs) holding off. Yeah. You're not missing anything. Yeah. I got to see all these children and babies that I've been missing out on for the last year. For sure. I keep meaning to go to, to open mics and I just, we're not, I thought you were going to say, I keep meaning to go see my nephew. Oh no, (laughs) No, he's fine. I get a lot of pictures of him. So I know what he looks like. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm going to be ready for open mics after my arbitrary timeline is July still. I know that sounds ridiculous, but it's coming fast, Alyssa. You think it sounds ridiculous. It's going to, you're going to blink and it'll be July. It's going to be July tomorrow. And you're going to be like, what happened? I'm like, oh, (laughs) vacation is over. (laughs) Did I say July? My one year and a half vacation. (laughs) Actually, I'm going to go back in October. October is the time. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I feel like. I feel like July sounds far away, but time has just been so quick. Yeah, by the time this episode goes up, May will be almost over. Yeah, insane. Yeah, wild. But, you know, I'm glad we're full on into spring. At the time that we're recording this, it is hot. We are lamenting how we don't have our air conditioner set up yet no, in our house. No, we're just but struggling. even if we did, we'd have to turn it off for the podcast recording. So I'd still be sweating <laughs> yeah. my balls off. Yeah, it's really a waiting game in our house. Like, I don't know about you, but I do not want to touch the air conditioner if I can. I want to turn it on. Like, I want it in the window, but I want to see when Dan will do it. <laughs> If I could turn it on on April 7th, I would have done it. Yeah. The one reason that I have, because our household is a normally like, I like to wait to turn the heat on because you can put us, you can put another sweater on, but then Sam likes to wait to put the air conditioner on because he just likes being a swamp, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) 
but I have lizards and they require very special temperatures because they're baby angels. That's fair. That's, I yeah. should get some lizards. Fire <laughs> a certain temperature. And then you'd have to put it in. Maybe I you am know? a lizard, honestly, because I can't, <laughs> if it's too hot or too cold in any, like either direction, I'm a miserable human being. Don't talk to me. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah. Just be, I did have fun though. I've been going to this. I've been here twice and it's very fancy. And I've been here for brunch and dinner, both with my sister. It's called Attic Co Rooftop Bar in Philly. And um, uh, dinner is actually kind of expensive, pricey, but brunch is super affordable. So if you want to like have like a hot girl summer, I would totally recommend checking it out because it was like... You feel so like sex in the city. You're like drinking at a Cosmo. There's like tall buildings around you. Like <laughs> it's very fun. You know, I should look it up because I don't know if it's still a thing. Hopefully it is because we don't. We don't love that any place had to close because of the pandemic or even otherwise. But do you ever go to R2L Lounge? No. What's that? They have. I don't know if they're still. Fingers crossed are still a place, but you take a big elevator up many floors and then they have a big picture window that looks out over to the city and there's a couple times and we only ever went there for drinks mm-hmm. like for happy hour but my coworkers, when i worked in the city when there was a special occasion we go there for you know to celebrate and it's just a beautiful view it's just so fun so that sounds awesome i love a good photo op i'm all about the selfies so yeah <laughs> i'm basic What's the tallest, this is such a weird question. What's the tallest place you've ever drank a drink or eaten a meal? I would the highest point. Legitimately up. have no idea. Probably this Attico place. I don't, I don't keep track of the stories we go up when I go to these places. I probably should now that I think about it. Mm-hmm. There was Dan got asked uh, for his like work dinner. He got to go to a really cool, like super high up skyscraper in Philly. But I had to work at Helium that weekend, so I bailed on him. So he had to face yeah. his fears by himself. So <laughs> that was oh, that's it. funny because Sam is also afraid of heights. I forgot that both of our partners are height averse. Yeah, I'm. I don't know. I've I don't know. Heights don't bother me. The oceans. Anyway, we're getting off topic. <laughs> we can we can do a whole new podcast. Uh, just these are the things I'm afraid of. Heights. No, I ate at a cheesecake factory. It was really twice hot. at the same vacation <laughs> in San Francisco on top of the Macy's building. It was really high up. It was like the tallest cheesecake factory. Is that what you're telling me? It, it's like one of those ones where you go high up and you eat like on the does the it roof spin? or whatever. No. Oh, that's, okay. I've never eaten at like the Space Needle or I think there's one in Toronto or Buffalo. I've never eaten at one of those places. I got really excited. Sorry. I know that sounds really fun. And I wish (laughs) that was the case. It's not. But I did eat outside in the wind in San Francisco twice in one trip. I love it. Because my friend just loved the freaking Cheesecake Factory. They're not wrong. (laughs) Cheesecake Factory is awesome. (laughs) I used to, Dan's parents used to judge me because we live with them and I would order just a coffee and cheesesteak cheesecake from the cheesecake factory and it'd be like 15 bucks and it would be delivered to their house <laughs> and it wasn't a full cheesecake it was one slice of cheesecake for me and one little coffee <laughs> shout out to Alyssa Alduki because I saw whoever reposted that thing recently Alyssa Alduki they have a whole bit but the moral of the story is that adults deserve 
cake. You can buy a cake for any goddamn reason. Yes. Credit to Alyssa Alduki for teaching us all important lessons. Yes. Thank you, Alyssa. A hundred percent. And I did want to mention before we got into this, we actually got a message from a listener. Oh yeah. Listener message. So cool. Yeah. Brittany sent us a message that was very fun. If you want to send us a message, please slide into those DMs, TikTok, Instagram. We have an email, realchillspodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on the social media and tell us your thoughts and feelings. Yes. That are paranormal. And if it's a cool story, maybe we'll read it. Okay. So this is from Brittany. After the brothers episode, I think we got a message that said, hi, love the pod. Wasn't sure where to post this, but your podcast started playing in public when the podcast app on my phone wasn't even open. It was on the lock screen and I had to pause it from there. Could have easily been a glitch, but I thought it was kind of spooky. I do think it's spooky. (laughs) I think there's something up with we're haunted. (laughs) I'm for it. I mean, you told me the story that our editor, Dan, had shared with you about how our podcast is notoriously haunting his computer. Oh yeah. He really struggles. And that's what we're going to blame every editing issue on listeners. It's totally the haunted uh, (laughs) editing software, but yeah, he edits a bunch of different podcasts and ours is the only one that gives him problems. So it couldn't possibly be that my computer is jacked up when I send him files. (laughs) There's no way, you know, the world is a mysterious place. But yeah, that story was so cool. And I really appreciated Brittany taking the time to message us. Thank you. And thanks for listening. Yeah. Shout out, Brittany. Thank you so much. Yeah. So cool. Let me ask you guys something. Whatever happened to predictability? There must be some magic clues inside these gentle walls. Sometimes you get a feeling like you need some kind of change. I don't get any of those references. But each week on Talking Sit, Silas P. and a guest do a deep dive and raise up the sitcoms that raised us. Did Mr. Belvedere really sit on his balls? Why do people call him Uncle Joey when he wasn't related to the Tanners? And does anyone else remember Head of the Class? Find out each week on Talking Sit with Silas P. stories from my hometown area I guess I now claim Delaware as where (laughs) I live after almost 10 years I guess I can say that oh yeah that's enough time once I live in Delaware longer than I've lived in Pittsburgh then I'll feel like it's my home but I just feel like I'm a Pennsylvanian at heart especially because we're I'm so close to the line and you're always in Pennsylvania (laughs) Yeah, I, I can almost see it from my house. Mm-hmm. So it's fine. But I have a couple of stories to share with you. I can't wait. About Let's hear them. Some of the hauntings. Now, when you search haunted Delaware online, you're going to come up with all kinds of stories. For those of you not familiar, Delaware, where I live towards the northern part of the state, is 25 to 30 minutes from Center City, Philadelphia. It's near the Brandywine Battlefield. It's near the Delaware River, where if you've ever seen the painting of George Washington standing very smugly on the edge of a boat (laughs) in a creek, that's the Delaware River. Yeah. Yeah, it's very close to us. So there's a lot of history 
um, especially related to Revolutionary War times. Mm -hmm. And there's also history related to colonial times. We are really close to the DuPont family estates, and they were particularly known because they were a producer of gunpowder for the Civil War era. So there's just a lot of history. There's many old buildings that are rumored to be haunted for a variety of reasons. And one of them is a historic church graveyard close to the University of Delaware's football stadium on Welsh Tract Road, where there is a headless horseman. Oh, wow. You have your Yeah, own. this story is really fun. I know, right? Like, <laughs> Delaware has everything New York has, but smaller. <laughs> <laughs> so in this area... It's rumored that uh, during the Revolutionary War times, a British cannonball decapitated a soldier whose name was Charlie Miller. Mm -hmm. He uh, was a volunteer fighter during the Battle of Cooch's Bridge. So there's actually a place right by the church in the articles that I looked up. Many were eager to tell you that it's close to the Boston market. Well, I'm always I found, wondering how far Boston Market is from a tragedy. I found more than one article that cited the Boston Market. I'm not saying they cited each other. I'm saying that Boston Market is vitally important Wait. to Delaware's landmarks. I was going to say, so, are these articles implying that Boston Market had something to do with this young man's death? I mean, Revolutionary War, Boston no, Tea Party, yeah. Boston Market. Maybe. There's just probably something there. <laughs> There's a connection. I can feel it. <laughs> but during at this church, people can see between these two windows, there's a patch of bricks that don't match up with the original structure. Um, so the mm. rumor or the folklore of this is that when the cannonball decapitated Charlie Miller, uh, that's the spot. Like the cannonball went through his head and hit this wall and they had to fix it. But now what they say is Jeez. in this area by the Boston market, <laughs> you can see a headless horseman riding uh, right along where you would turn into I-95, the main highway like that goes up and down the east coast of Pennsylvania. On the side of the highway, just riding. Yeah, I-95 goes the length of the east coast of the US from like north to south. Yeah, And it's not like on the highway, but it's like, where you would exit to get on the highway. Oh is that, it's, it's right in that area. <laughs> I wonder if that would be the thing that would convince me to quit, like in just like rush hour traffic and you just see this thing running past you. Yeah, well, it's right near where there can be big traffic jams for the Delaware Stadium if there's an event going on at UD, mm -hmm. if people are going to go to the beach on the weekend or for a holiday, it's near a toll booth. So Imagine just being in traffic. You're annoyed because you're still in Delaware. Like you're not even close to wherever <laughs> right, you're going, yeah. right? This is just like a bottleneck. Mm -hmm. And you look over and you see a headless horseman who is passing you as you're sitting in traffic. Stand still. Ugh. Do they see them at all, the headless horseman at all times? Or is it like a specific time of day? Mm, you know, it's just, especially because it's such an old ghost along such a historic long-standing highway uh it doesn't really specify if there's like a time of year or a time of day it's just it's rumored Got that it. he mm -hmm. can be seen mm -hmm. yeah 
Yeah. Spooky. Any idea why? Just because he's looking for his head like the other one? Yeah. Basically, there was a battle in that area, the Battle of Cooch's Bridge. I've driven past this Boston market (laughs) near Cooch's Bridge. Like I've driven through this area Uh a number of times. And um, yeah, and it just says that he's looking for his head. I mean, to be fair, we talk about ghosts. If you're traumatically if you meet your the end of your life traumatically like there's a good chance you're gonna become a ghost yeah and you're gonna remain as you left the earth so (laughs) yeah totally did you see the tiktok i put up on real chills yesterday no i didn't okay well spoiler for all of you you should go to our tiktok i i brought up the thought like isn't it messed up this this is just about having like unfinished business as a ghost isn't it messed up that casper's dad didn't stick around when he died like (laughs) he had unfinished business he had a whole kid he was working on pre-death so like anyway i just think that's messed up but i have to watch this tiktok make sure you're following us on tiktok at real chills podcast i like the theory that casper is the ghost of richie rich Oh. Or is like Richie Rich's dead brother who was killed by Richie Interesting. Rich. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Speaking of things we've talked about in our TikToks, I have a cat-related story. Yeah, let's hear it. One of the TikToks that people seem to love is the one that you told on TikTok about if cats can see paranormal things. Yeah. So definitely check that out. But this story, this is another kind of spooky story from Delaware. This is the cat man of Frankfurt, Delaware. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm going to let you com- stay with me. Yeah. I'm going to let you keep talking. Cause I have no idea. Can we have a sidebar? So in storytelling, especially in comedy, there's a lot of thought when you make a list of things you're going to share, such as stories, right. As these are that you are intentional about the way you order them from, you know, least suspenseful to most suspenseful or you know most believable to most absurd there's no right i didn't know how to order these (laughs) i'm gonna be quite frank because they're all kind of just like a little bonkers which is very delaware it's the most delaware i I gave a presentation to my full company uh or to the members of the company who chose like my like section Mm -hmm. and the first part of my presentation was about people they know from delaware uh which is they know at least one person from delaware and it wasn't me it is the president of the united states because half of my company did not know me yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's fair yeah also aubrey palazza i thought you were gonna say Aubrey Plaza. yeah (laughs) that's who i know so the cat man in Frankfurt, Delaware, is supposedly a gravekeeper who lived. And when he died, he liked his job so much, he stayed. And he chases people away from the graveyard. There's a cemetery called Long Cemetery in Frankfurt. When I did the research for the story, it is unclear. And this is why I can't really structure even the details of the story, because some people said when he died, his ghost took on cat-like features. Okay, I was going to ask, where does the cat part come? Did he like cats? I don't know, because some other stories allege that he had cat-like features, 
in life just naturally they were just kind of feline looking Mm -hmm. uh some people said that he adopted cat-like features later in his life while still living so it's really unclear a what kind of cat-like features specifically he had and b how he obtained these features wow i'm very interested in the idea that you can grow to look like a cat man after death because if that's an option i want that (laughs) yeah yeah but you know apparently his ghost is doing the job of scaring away teenagers and people who just want to hang out in cemeteries, AKA many of the comedians that we knew when they were growing up. Um, But one thing that's really interesting is that if you have an encounter with a cat man, it said that you've disturbed his rest and that it's very likely your car will not start. If you try to leave, he'll try to keep you at the cemetery. I hate that. Yeah. Which is Again, there is some interesting legitimacy because we do hear anytime there's spirits, a number of them might interact with electronics or battery type devices and drain them. Like it draws from that energy. So yeah, I kind of feel like the next time you come to Delaware, we should take a road trip to some of these locations. My mind is like just blown about this cat guy. I just, I want to know what... It said also in some of the articles that he's buried on the cemetery grounds. There's two graves at the end of like the, where you would turn around where it becomes a dead end that aren't really part of the cemetery, but they're Mm -hmm. like on the edge of the cemetery and that's where he's buried. Mm -hmm. That's like some of the rumors, but it doesn't, without like a name or anything specific, it's really hard to validate this so the only way to find true evidence is to ghost hunt honestly yeah i guess we got to check it out then go see if he looks like a- literally i'm just going to be trying to get evps that are like explain the cat thing did you like cats or you know <laughs> it'll be me being like what do you think of meow yeah <laughs> just doing the whole like bad cat puns yeah yeah i love it so that's the cat man of Delaware. Wow. You know, we have famous historical ghosts and also this cat man. <laughs> I don't know if Pennsylvania has any equivalent animal person. I mean, we do have the squonk in Pennsylvania. The squonk, obviously. That's a cryptid. Yeah, that's not a human. Yeah, I don't know. But we also have one thing that's just over the state line from Delaware. Our last vignette of spooky, if you will. Okay called the ticking tomb Ooh, okay now many of you might have heard of the ticking tomb in landenburg pennsylvania shout out to landenburg being where two of my high school boyfriends were from oh no (laughs) so it's super haunted i'm so mad at both of my ex-boyfriends from landenburg pennsylvania from high school that we never went to the ticking tomb wow i didn't know about this until afterwards and i had moved away to pittsburgh and read weird pennsylvania Mm mm-hmm how dare they keep that from me? That is, you know, I'm rude. I just feel pretty upset, but I guess, uh, you know, I guess when you find true love, then you go to the haunted places together. Because they never <laughs> That's how you know fun. it's true love when they take you to. We see went the to the borders. Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the ticking tomb in Landenburg, There's a bunch of stories that go around this. So I'll, I'll try to like, I'm just going to lay it out for you and then I'll give you some of the theories behind it. So the ticking tomb in Landenburg is a tombstone that allegedly if you put your head to the ground, cause it's not like an above ground tombstone. It's one of those like flat stones that lays in the ground. Mm-hmm. If you put your, your head close to it, you can hear ticking from within 
the stone, like from within the tomb. On, so wait, is it a whole cemetery or is it just like no, one? No, 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 it's just one grave plot. Okay. It's one cemetery plot that the physical stone, if you put your, if you like put your head down to it, some people claim that they can hear Ew, ticking. I hate that. I hate that so much. <laughs> It's actually one of the inspirations for Edgar Allan Poe's The Telltale Heart. So wait, so it's been famously ticking since Edgar Allan Poe was around? Is that what you're telling yes. me? And it's yes. still ticking? Allegedly. <laughs> I hate to be like, I hate to rag on, I hate to rag and like not feel like I don't believe these things because when we have guests on, I'm so on board with right. anything the guests say their experiences megan i had two boyfriends from landenburg pennsylvania if this thing was like yeah ticking nonstop, i would have known about yeah. it i just feel like <laughs> well i think we still this is another thing we definitely need to investigate because like what could it possibly be it's close by we can we can drive by <laughs> drive by my boyfriend's parents house. yeah let's hit all the stuff let me tell you a little bit about the back yeah, story please. from this, though. So you've heard of the Mason-Dixon line, mm-hmm. uh, which I forgot basic U.S. history. The Mason-Dixon line was actually drawn out by two surveyors, Jeremiah Dixon and Charles Mason. Mm-hmm. Um, and when they were going along and surveying the area near Lindenburg, they had stayed with some people there locally. There's a couple different theories behind it but basically either a a no good (laughs) a no good nick child stole one of their watches and swallowed it oh god okay they were at a camp where one of them was holding a woman's baby the baby grabbed the watch and swallowed it that's b okay or c they were designing a special surveying tool that had a mechanism, like a mechanical mechanism that ticked and a child swallowed Okay, it. and then died and then was buried because that's what's confusing me is like if the kid swallowed it, he would just need to pass it, right? And then they- So get- the folklore, it depends who tells it. So if it's the infant swallowed a watch, the baby died. Got but if it, it was an older child, there is a story that the, the child who swallowed the watch grew into an adult who just had this inner ticking sound, became a clockmaker, and his love for his wife was so everlasting that when he died, his heart, his ticking heart kept beating. Aww. Which is lovely. It's a lovely sentiment. That sounds exhausting. Dan, while you're editing this, your heart doesn't have to let it sleep if it won't, like... That just sounds like a lot. I just feel like pocket watchers were kind of big, right? Yeah, yeah, they were. I just don't imagine they were that small during the time of Mason and Dixon. But um, I don't know. I feel like kids will swallow anything if they can fit it in their little mouth. You know what I mean? Like kids are, it's crazy the stuff kids will like either put like in their ears or their mouth or whatever. Yeah, it's true. It just seems... It just seems really interesting, right? Like right. it's a, whatever the reason why this gravestone ticks, mm-hmm. whatever the like I also don't need the fun story to like dress it up because it's just freaking cool yeah. that a grave ticks. Apparently in some of the stories, the the thief of the watch, their name was 
Fithian Minuet. Nice. That's fun. Yeah. So their marker, if you can find Fithian's grave, that's the one that's said to be ticking. Some people report that they can hear the sound even to this day. Other people hear nothing. Mm. It just depends on the person. I want to know who started it. Who was the first person to put their ear up against the grave and be like, there's a ticking noise. Yeah. And the other thing is, this had to be around the time of when people used to have the bells in the grave. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I was just like, is it a ticking or a knocking? <laughs> right. For those who don't know about the history with that, like a quick abbreviated version is that back in the day, there were some instances where people had been buried because their families thought that they had passed on. But it turns out they hadn't. Either they'd been in a coma or they were just deeply unconscious, something like that. And they would return home looking like a zombie or worse, they would just be buried underground and not make it. So what they did is they installed like a bell system, basically, that attached to the coffin, like the to the person in the coffin and led all the way up out of the ground with these little bells. And the grave yard keepers would just walk around listening for bells to ring to dig alive people out of gra- that's why uh, I, I think that's crazy history is crazy yeah or family members would sit watch for several days just to yeah, make sure that's just depending they take turns that's where the term wake came from because you would yeah. sit around and see if they would wake <laughs> yeah <laughs> which is so that's why my house is so creepy because i know they did that in my house like i know there's been ways anyway <laughs> not to bring it back to pennsylvania in my house but but every every road leads back to the poconos Always, let's be honest yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah we definitely need to check out some of these places especially because two of them are pretty close to each other i'd love that on route 896 which goes from pennsylvania into maryland it actually goes through delaware too it goes through all three states really quickly that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Pretty sure I drove 76. I drive it whenever I come home from hanging out with you. So I'll just be oh, looking yeah. out no, for 896 is what oh, it is. Oh, okay. 896. Yeah. Never mind. 76 is also a road that you would take home. So that does make sense. <laughs> that tracks. I'm not good with roads. <laughs> I'll drive when you come clear. to Delaware. <laughs> <laughs> and they were never seen again. <laughs> And now you can just see these two, these two bitchy women like <laughs> going up and down the side of I-95. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Delaware's cool. So it's like, uh, it's the first state, right? That's the neat thing they put on all the places. It is. We are the first state to sign the Articles of Independence, or the Articles of Independence, right? Is that what it is? Uh... To ratify the Constitution. That's what it was. I should know these things. I was going to say, I should not have quizzed you on history because I also don't know history. I don't know anything. Don't ask me anything. Delaware is the first state, but it's also known as the small wonder. Oh, that's so cute. That's our little logo. The small wonder. But yeah, we have a beach. Oh, yeah. It's pretty nice. The beach is great in Delaware. And we have a bunch more interesting haunted stories. But, you know, like many local haunted stories, there's it's lots of you feel weird. You feel like eyes are on you, right. but there's some cool stuff down this way. Yeah. I mean, I definitely want to visit. Is there other stuff to do in Delaware besides ghost hunting? You can shop without paying oh. taxes. 
So if you have to buy like an Apple computer, you can go to the mall and not pay sales tax on it. I guess that's the thing you can do. Wow. We have two Trader Joe's now in the state. Oh, <laughs> fancy. Move over. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. It's cute. It's where I live just for folks to know my address. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was like trying to see where you were going with it. Cause I was like, Oh, where, where are we? Well, I was going to say there's a lot of historic, like family homes. Yeah. So it's no secret. If you Google me, you'll be able to find, I went to Kenneth's high school. So that's in Pennsylvania, just right over the state line, but it's really close to Longwood gardens, which mm-hmm. is beautiful. Mm-hmm. There's the Winterthur museum. Um, Wilmington is historic. Oh, so, Wilmington is really fun. I did a couple shows. Yeah, there. There's like lots of fun little things. It's a great little suburb, but, uh, the best part about living in Delaware is that it's close to Philadelphia. <laughs> so yeah i get it just come to philly everybody it's fun here i always try to convince my sister is the hardest person to convince but i'm just like philly is really fun give it a chance that's that's my message for you listeners if you guys are anti-philly people give it a chance try citywide get a gritty tattoo yeah get a gritty tattoo unlicensed gritty tattoo murder a hitch bot and then you can get back to normal life I am really excited about the next batch of episodes we have coming up. Mm-hmm. All the listeners, you have to wait and see some of the excellent things we have coming your way. But please, if you have any of your own paranormal stories, or if you know people with really wild paranormal stories that need to be shared, get at us. Yeah, let us know. Slide into our DMs. Send us an email at realchillspodcast at gmail.com. We want to hear them. Please. I feel like whenever we make these calls, we have people saying they have stories, but no one actually coming on the show. So let's get it. And half the time people are like Ben Fiddler where they're like, oh yeah, I have a story. And then they have like a thousand mind blowing stories that they just sort of forgot we're back there. Yeah. No. Yeah. So if that's you, please (laughs) come on the show. Yeah, let us know. Cool. Or if you're just enjoying listening to us, we would really love if you took the time, if you use Apple Podcasts to give us a rate and review, that would be awesome. Or if you use Spotify, give us a follow. Any kind of things that can get us in front of other people's eyeballs so we can get into their earballs, that would be great. Yeah, let's get in those earballs. <laughs> Sounds so gross. I love it. <laughs> Meg, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on instagram and twitter at meg gets money gets spelled g-o-e-t-z and then follow real chills's tiktok it's just real chills podcast on tiktok nice and you can follow me at Alyssa trez on instagram and if you want to see my lizards and houseplants at variegated reticulated on instagram as well yay well thanks Liz. this was fun yeah bye meg bye. Real Chills is produced by Meg Getz and Alyssa Chaskowski. The show is edited by Dan Getz, theme music by Sam Williamson, and artwork by Buffy the Design Slayer. Subscribe where you get podcasts and follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Real Chills Podcast. Slide into those DMs with your true scary stories. Real Chills Podcast is a member of the Wasted Robot Network. This has been a presentation of the Wasted Robot Network. For more information on this and other podcasts, visit us on Facebook and Instagram at Wasted Robot Records.